Business Tech Weekly, episode number four. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Andy Traub. We're here today to share all that you need to know or you want to know about business and technology for the small to medium business owner. And today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is Google Documents and whether or not it might possibly even have, what's that word, uh, competition? <laughs> not a chance. No, no one can compete with the almighty Google. Ha, ha. Which is, it's so funny to say that now because I remember when Google Docs, Andy, <laughs> first came out and it was yeah. atrocious. Yep, it uh, was. It was really, really bad. And I remember saying, you know what, there's no way you're going to get me to use this Google Doc stuff because there's this awesome service called Rightly, which is like Microsoft Office on the web. Bought it. <laughs> Were you? Did you use Rightly? No, I'm just saying, didn't Google buy Rightly? Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, how does Google expand? How, why are they so smart? Well, they let other companies do smart things, and then they reach into their big fat pockets, and they buy them. So, yes, I, I used Rightly and thought, man, Google should have this. And one guy at Google thought the same thing and wrote a check. There you go. And I'm sure that check was significant. And, of course, it forever changed the way that I do so much in my business, and that's why I wanted to talk about it today, as well as why you wanted to talk about it, I'm sure, right? Oh, well, you know, it, it, this show is about helping businesses, small and large. And, you know, I, I know in the show intro, you talked about small and medium-sized businesses, but there's major corporations that use Google Docs. And um, they, you know, it, yeah, absolutely. We need to talk about it because it, it will absolutely help you save money save time, look more professional, which is what we want to help people do at Business Tech Weekly. Very cool. And before we get started into the meat of this conversation, by the way, yeah. I want to start off with one piece of feedback that has to do with last week's episode, which happened to deal with uh, transferring large files. So this, this comes from our great friend, Wayne Henderson. Here's what Wayne had to say. Hi, Cliff and Andy. Wayne Henderson here in California. I'm calling in for the Business Tech Weekly Podcast. Just got done listening to the most recent episode all about large file transfers. Lots of great information. It's a keeper, and I know it was in the free feed, but I would have paid money for this information. It was something I've been meaning to get around to for four or five months now. I've just been bogged down. I've never got around to it. And thanks to your episode of Business Tech Weekly, there it is. Because Cliff, like you mentioned in the episode, having a hosting account, and you know I've got that because you helped set up the WordPress uh, for my MediaVoiceOvers.com website. And I thank you again for that. I've got tons of available bandwidth and disk space. So based on your information in Business Tech Weekly, FTP is the way to go for me. You know, say I get a voice acting gig, land the job, and the business back east wants the raw wave files um, right away. They don't want to wait for a CD. So FTP, that'll be the way that I do that. And mystery solved. So this is great. Um, I am a GSPM Plus member. I believe I'm number uh, 86 or 68 or something like that. It goes way back. But worth every penny. 
Just enjoying the Business Tech Weekly podcast. Great show. Thanks for the information. I can't wait to use it. This is Wayne Henderson, and we'll be talking and listening to you soon. Wayne, Wayne from Southern California, thank you, my friend, and glad that you found that information useful. Cliff, I'm so jealous of Wayne for two very prominent reasons. One, he lives in California. Uh-huh. That's cool. Um, so as long as his house isn't on fire or shaking, then he's got a pretty good gig. And number two, he's he's plus member number like eighty four. He goes way back. He's he's, he's in like the a, he's in the double digits, my friend. Jeez, he's been around since the beginning. Believe it or not, of course, obviously we have about nine people who are in the single digits. So oh, we'd love to well, hear from them well. as well. And of course, we're all inclusive of everybody. And as far as our love and admiration of people who support the GSPN.TV <laughs> content, so. Yeah, in fact, great, great feedback, man. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. And I'll tell you what, we're going to go straight into the next piece of feedback. Uh, Another wonderful uh, Plus member calling in. This is Stephen, and here's what Stephen had to say. Hey, Cliff and Andy, this is Stephen calling in for Business Tech Weekly. First, a confession. I've been a GSPN Plus member since March of 2008. I think I'm like number 42 and this is the first time I've called in with a voice message, so you must be doing something right with this podcast. I've never been compelled before. Uh, a second thing is um, I want to thank you for saving me $600. And I'll explain. Um, episode number two, I think you talked about online meetings. I've been an online meeting user for a number of years, and I currently pay $50 a month for a service that works well. Um, but Andy had recommended Adobe Connect Now. So I downloaded it that day and gave it a try, and I've been using it ever since, and just today canceled the subscription to my previous service. So thank you very much for saving me the money. Uh, My GSPN Plus membership is now paid for six times over. It's great. Uh, So a comment for this coming episode. I believe you're going to talk about Google Docs. I have one question about Google Docs that maybe you could address is backing up data from the cloud. I use Google Docs, but I don't see an easy way to, or provided from Google, that you can download all of your information for backup purposes on a local drive. And I'm hoping that you guys can address that. Thank you. Great show. All righty. All righty. So there we go. There's another double digit, my friend, and Jeez. saved him six, is unbelievable today. Six hundred dollars we saved him. Well, you know what? We yeah, Cliff, I'm I'm getting a little giddy today because that's what the show is about. It's about making your business better. But why are we spending so much money doing that? I mean, people have to realize there there's just so many great alternatives and we're in episode four we're, we should have a little list like dave ramsey does you know how much money he saves people yeah you know? that would so, be cool friends please email call in call in the voicemail and say this is how much business tech weekly has saved you so far and i'm gonna make cliff figure out some way of keeping track of it so cliff? thanks cliff ah andy andy came up with <laughs> hey, that we'll idea do it in a google doc We'll do it in a Google Doc. It'll be easy. Andy is definitely going to do that in the Google Doc for us. That is so (laughs) awesome. That is so great of you to volunteer. I'll do it. All right. So anyway, we would love that. And of course, you can call in at area code 859-795-4067. That number again, 859-795-4067. And, of course, if you have an iPhone, you can hit the voice memo application there. And then once you're finished recording, you just hit share and email it to feedback at gspn.tv. 
My friend, over the last seven days, I received 14 voice, memo- voice memos from iPhones for wow. feedback. Unbelievable. Those are catching on, Cliff. Yes, they are. <laughs> so anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about where do we want to fit into the discussion, what, what Stephen brought up here about backing up data from the cloud as far as when we're using Google Docs. Should we first talk about what Google Docs is, where it's at, and how to get to it, and then cover that? Yes, I think we should probably back up and, and then we'll, we'll kind of drive into maybe, maybe his question will be our destination. Great, great question, by the way. And, and again, we're glad we could save you some money. So, so where do you want to begin with the discussion? What is, first of all, let's talk about where to, to get it. And I'm, I'm just going to confirm this easier way is the way to go. Docs, D-O-C-S dot Google dot com. I'm just confirming that's correct. And it is. So you yeah. just go to docs.google.com. It will forward you to the right place. If you already have a Gmail account, you just sign in using it, and yeah. you will immediately have access to Google Docs. Now, that's, so that's how that, you get to it. Yeah, yeah. So what, what is it? What do you it? do with it? <laughs> what, well, first of all, what is it? What it is is it's basically an online word processing, and I always use the word Excel, but it's a spreadsheet. And then there's also, uh, again, we, we're used to the terms PowerPoint, but it's a presentation uh, setting. So there's, there's these several different kinds of documents you can create, sort of the standard documents. And they're all based within the cloud, which is fancy tech terms for the Internet. And they are out there on Google servers uh, all around the world. And you can have access to them from anywhere on the Internet. And you can log in and manipulate them and change them and and so it's basically all of your word processing, spreadsheets, PowerPoints, all those things, except that they're out on the cloud, which means you can get to them anywhere. That's exactly right. And, well, one of the things that is neat about that and, and the kind of things that I like, and, of course, we'll need to cover privacy somewhere in this conversation uh, and, and security, but one of the things that I do like just handing it off to Google to store all this data is that you know occasionally in the past I've had some hardware crashes where I did not have sufficient backups. Even in, there have even been times when I have backup pla- um, backup plans and strategies in place, but for some reason you know I didn't do that last backup, or I kind of canceled the background process because mm-hmm. it was slowing down the system or something like that, and I'm like, and I forgot to re-engage it or something. It's possible to lose, you you know, you have it in one place or maybe just two places and you may lose your content forever. Whereas with Google, I I would imagine, and and I don't know this to be 100% certain, but with a lot of other online solutions and web cloud computing, your your data is not just on one server, but it's usually backed up in multiple data centers in different states. So, yeah. so they have redundant backups of your copy. So if something was, you know, if, if a whole data center were to call, catch fire, uh, you may lose access while they're rerouting information back and forth or something like that. But your data is still somewhere online some, somehow. And, of course, that's the only reason I believe that to be true without actually giving you some documentation is that we have schools, universities who are now turning to Google Documents. Absolutely. And did I hear that the federal government is coming up with a like a, a government private version 
of Google Docs? Or is it, or well, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me at all, Cliff, because actually, and this is not a political statement, but Obama and his team, when they were when he was running for president, a lot of them had Gmail addresses because it was the best system for them to talk to each other, and actually got in trouble from you know the government regulatory agencies saying, "Hey, basically, guys, you can't." You can't just start a bunch of Gmail addresses and start talking to each other. This is this is too highly sensitive, and so it's sort of ironic that um, you know maybe that's a carryover from their campaign is that they were smart and web savvy enough to to use Gmail and maybe use Google Documents. You know, it's and, and so I, I think of it in terms of hey, if they're going to use them, then you know it's probably pretty secure. And let's just address the security right away because so many people want to hate on Google for security. You know. It's all about being one password away. So it's not so much about is Google secure, it's how are your passwords. And the second question I have is, you know, what are you trying to hide? You know, I don't I don't know if there's anything in my Google documents that if someone found it, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, Cliff, someone cracked into our Google Docs and got to our show notes. You know? Right. So I'm not trying to encourage, you know, you know, to be lax in that area, but I, I do think you have to kind of step back and say, well, how safe is anything on the internet? How safe is your own computer? You know, so I don't think security is a reason to not use Google Documents at all. Uh, here's the one thing I would say, regardless of what your business is, I, I certainly would not put my client database on uh, Google spreadsheets and w- along yeah. with their credit card information and stuff like yep. that. that. That's something yep. you don't want something like that to be one password away. You know, yeah. that, that, that that's probably something best, you know, there, there are better solutions for that. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about some of the, you, or wait, before we do that, what was Steven's question again? I, I want to make sure that we don't skip over that. Backing well, up. Okay, actually, we'll do backing up in a minute. So, yep. but, so let's talk about what are some of the uses that we, how, how do we use Google Docs? Well, uh, we're using them right now, Cliff. We use them for show notes when we, we have a shared conversation. Uh, I, I went to bed last night, and when I woke up this morning, there were some notes added to our document. And that is that is the simplicity of Google Documents. It's, it's the connectivity. It's the fact that Cliff and I can be looking at the same document, and we can be making changes to the same document. And all the, all the changes happen basically in real time. Well, I will say in real time, you will see it happen in the spreadsheets, However, yep. in Google Docs, it's delayed by as much as, you know, three to five seconds. Okay, that's sometimes. true. That's true. So real just, time is, I guess, real time is by definition real time. But by that, I mean that, you know, you don't have to, you know, if you're creating a WordPress site, it'll say, hey, we saved another version. You know, that doesn't happen. You don't get, which version do you want? I mean, it's, there, there is, there, the collaboration is unbelievably, um, I think streamlined. Yes, Is that, you agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so here's the situation. Let's just take this back before Google Docs existed, and let's just say there was no online solution for this kind of stuff. And you and I wanted to maintain a word, uh, a a not a word document, but uh, a a word processing document. Yep. And whatever format it happened to be in, and we want that's how we want to maintain things. So I would actually create create the document and then what I would do is email you a version of it. Yep. You would then mark it up, make changes and you would save it and you would email it back to me and hopefully yep. I would replace my original with your new one and I yeah. might make another change and email it back to you and by the by the end of it it's just like what are we doing here? You know, wh- which one of these is new? Did we miss something by 
you know, overwriting some but not the other. And then here's the deal. You and I, that we're on episode number four now of Business Tech Weekly, and we've, yeah. we're using the same document that we've been using all along. So imagine 50 episodes in, how many times we'd have to email that thing back and forth to each other. And, and you think about the steps. I mean, if people might go, well, I do that every day. What's the big deal? You know, for me, I open up my email. And again, Google's got me, you know, with the golden handcuffs, as they say. You know, they're pretty and shiny, but they got you, you know. That I open up my, my email in the morning. I've got access to my documents right there. You know, for me to share, I'm going to click on share. And then I just start typing in Cliff's name. It's going to pop up right away. I don't have to type the full address because it's all integrated with my email. And again... One of the keywords, maybe two keywords to think about with what makes this better than what you're doing now is simplicity and integration. Everything is just simple and maybe to a fault. We're going to talk about that because now they have some competition coming up from Microsoft finally. The Google Docs is very simple. Its interface is very simple. You can't do all the things you can do in normal uh, you know, desktop-based software, but it's very simple and it's integrated. If you're using Gmail as your email of choice then it's, it's very much integrated into um, your email system, which is how we usually communicate with people. Exactly. And one of the things that I want to mention is that uh, I'm sitting here staring at this document, and right now it actually says at the top right-hand corner, also editing now, Andy Traub. So it's yeah. telling me that you're online and that you're viewing this document and we're work, we can work on it at the same time. So it's, it's really great. But how do we share that? Well, it, there's a button that says share. You type in the email address like you said, and boom, it sends you off an email. It says, hey, I've shared a document with you. By the way, it's not attached. Just click here, and you'll have access right now. And, of course, your friend signs in, and you both have access to this. Now, what I do, just as a note, uh, because I, sh I have probably about, oh, I don't know, probably about seven or 800 documents, uh, uh -huh. word processing documents, and I use about... 35 of them on a regular basis. And actually, right. every show that I produce for GSPN has its own Google Doc. And uh -huh. I actually have a folder on my bookmarks tab on my browser with hot links to, you know, hyperlinks right to that document. And so I, I basically just go down to my, you know, show notes folder. I choose the show. Boom, it pops up. And there's all the notes, including all the stuff I've put in and all the stuff you've put in since the last time I was there. We're ready to move and move forward. And it's so if that's, a, that's ingenious because it's, you know, what are we so used to doing? You know, again, it's about simplicity, integration. We're used to going to our bookmarks in our, in our browser, right? Yeah. Because this is browser based. Cliff is a smart enough guy to go, well, when I go to a Google Doc, I'm at a web page. You know, it has a URL. And if I'm logged into my Google or my Gmail, my Google Docs, then it, then that page is going to pop up without me having to log in. So I'm assuming Cliff's already logged into his, his Google account, and he's just going to go to a bookmark. He doesn't even have to navigate through the Google interface. And again, another beautiful part about this is it, this is about a URL. That's, that's where it lives. That's, that's, that's where it resides. And so you think about, well, how easy is it to share things? You know, right. you could just give someone the URL, you know? Let me tell you another thing that I really like about this. So, so here's an example of one document. We're talking about these show notes. And this is something we have not yet done with the notes for this show, but I've done for some other shows that I produce. Is I'm actually clicking the share button, and I'm going to click a little, but, uh, little link here. It says publish as a web page. Yeah. So I'm going to click that right now. 
and I'm going to tell it to automatically automatically republish the page every time a change is made. So when Andy, when you make a change and you add something, delete something, it's going to create a new HTML version of this mm-hmm. document. And I'm going to tell it that it doesn't have to be, you know, that it doesn't have to be a certain thing. So now it's already published and it says, here's your, your document is publicly viewable at this link. So I'm going to click that real quick. And by the way, for those who are in the chat room, I am going to go ahead and just post a, a link in there so people who we are, are lifting the veil. That's right. Veil. You'll be able to see our show notes. Now, I'm going to go a step further and, and I'm going to do something that I'm not going to explain what it is today, but I'm actually using a program uh, called Easy Links. So I'm going to go to my special Easy Link to this link. And I'm actually taking the very long URL, which by the way is, you know, docs.google.com slash view question mark ID equals. And it's like some code you know, some random generated code to give you the URL. That's too much. So I'm actually going to say I want BTW notes. So for Business Tech Weekly notes. And I'm going to go in here, Business Tech Weekly show notes. And now... So if there's people out there going, that's a really cool tool, I want to learn more about that. Yes. So friends, we'll, we'll, that's another episode. Be patient. We're on in number four. So check, check this out. Anybody in the world right now listening to this podcast... Anytime, day or night, you go to gspn.tv slash btw notes. That's it. gspn.tv slash btw notes and go and check and see what you see there. And tell me that's just not amazing. And by the way, I purposely did not do this beforehand. The amount of time you heard me talking about it is exactly the amount of times time it took me to publish the document as a word uh, as an HTML page. And also to go in and use a special program uh, that allowed me to brand my own shortened URL. Which, by the way, Andy, will you remember to put in a sh- in the show notes about Pretty Link? And I'll go ahead and say the name, but we'll cover it in an upcoming episode. Pretty Link, as in Pretty Girl. Yes, Pretty as Pretty in my Link. Wife. Yeah. Exactly. So Pretty Link, and that is a plugin that we will cover in an upcoming episode. But that's Wonderful. one of the beautiful things that I love about Google Docs is I can share that. Not only that, for folks, check this out. If you're listening to this via the podcast you're, or you're watching live, go to this ab- uh, website address. Go to gspn.tv slash episode guide. This will blow your mind. It is a spreadsheet. <laughs> that I have created. Now, you know how spreadsheets can have multiple different, do they call them workbooks inside or, no, it's a workbook, but then it has sheets inside, right? Sheet, yep, definitely. This one has a sheet for every single podcast that I produce. And it has one sheet that is the master list of every episode I produce. By the way, this is the 1,725th podcast episode of gspn.tv. Wow. And and as of the time we're recording this, the first 1723 episodes are all cataloged in chronological order with show name and title and everything if you go to gspn.tv/episodeguide. I never have to change that. If I go in and add something to the Google spreadsheet that I have. So I'm going to add the next episode. When I do that, it automatically up, updates the HTML document that is found at gspn.tv slash episode guide. Cliff, did you know about uh, the real-time stock information you can get? 
No. Within, you, you can, this is just wicked. And again, friends, there's no way we're going to be able to drill in as much as we could unless we have three hours, but Cliff has other podcasts. But here's a really cool thing. Again, most of us may not need this, but you can actually create real-time spreadsheets. Basically, you can put in uh, like a stock and, and you can create a formula or a, a spreadsheet for that. And it can in real time track how that stock is doing. Because again, we're talking about Google. We're talking about one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful companies in the world right now when it comes to information gathering. And so it can actually gather real time stats and keep your spreadsheet updated in real time. As that stock price changes, so too does your spreadsheet. So the, the power of these things is not just, oh, okay, well, you know, it's a shared document. That's great. No, these things can actually be connected to other pieces and parts of uh, information. Because again, that's what Google does. It pulls together information. So, and Cliff, we need to make sure we get to Stephen's question about uh, backing up. Yeah, let, let's talk about that because well, sure. and and before we go into that, I just want to say share with you a couple other notes uh, yeah. about what yeah. I use these Google Docs for. So I have um, show notes for all of my shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I do use um, a spreadsheet to manage a database, but the amount of information in that database is not anything that is going to to you know hinder the security of anybody that I have their information. It's basically. What is the username of the person who's a gspn.tv plus member? What plus member number are they? When did what date did they subscribe? Um, are they if they're on Twitter? What's their Twitter ID? If they're a forum member, what's their forum ID? And um, you know, do I have them on the mailing list? Are they monthly? Are they annual? What's their expiration date if they're annual? Uh, and then there's a little note section just about conversations I might have had with them related mm-hmm. to their their membership. And so I keep that as a spreadsheet. Very important database, by the way. Um, Cliff uses documents for client files. Now, I don't store you know, credit card information or email addresses for my clients. But what I do is I have a lot of clients that I work with. And I have a whole separate bookmark folder with all of my clients. And what I do is I track like notes about things that we covered in various conversations through consulting calls. So it'll say on February 29th, we discussed this, 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 and this. Any pertinent links to any online services that we discussed are all put in there. Questions that they've emailed me, I will go into their document and, and put that question in so that the next time we have a consulting call, I know to bring that up. Um, just really helps me stay organized. I, I mean, I am completely 100% paperless in my business. Wow. And so I use, so, and, and of course I use it for order forms. You know, I, I create uh, templates and yeah. one of the things that I'll do is I'll create a spreadsheet and design it exactly that I, the way that I want it. And at the top left-hand cell in the spreadsheet, I'll say, create copy first. So that I know not to go and, and, and mess up the document. Because here's the thing. In, in, in the uh, Google Docs, the word processing, you actually hit the save button to save something right away. Otherwise, it'll auto-save like every 20 or 30 seconds. Yeah, absolutely. In spreadsheets, however, there is no save button. Yeah. If, if you enter something into one of the cells in the spreadsheet and you hit tab, it, boom, immediately saved that information. Yeah. And so, it, you know, basically what I'll do is I'll create a template and the first thing I'll do is I'll click on file and then I'll c- click on a thing that says create copy as and then it'll say, what do you want to name the new spreadsheet? 
And that's how I do my orders. And, and I, it's like I'll do order for Andy Traub. And I'll put yeah. down the equipment that he's ordering and the cost and all those different things associated with it. And you know what? I, I, don't, have, I don't have paper versions. Actually, I, I, I must say, I do, I do print paper versions of orders because there's some additional information like credit card information that I'll store somewhere else. But right. minus financial information... If I need to find out what my – let's just say a guy is calling me up and says, hey, Cliff, I talked with you about 18 months ago and I bought some gear and now I'm ready to improve – you know, to take my show to the next step. What additional equipment do I need to be able to do that? Do you know mm-hmm. I don't have to go to a filing system? All no. I need to do is go to Google or docs.google.com, type in a search for that person's name and boom, it'll immediately pull up that order that I did 18 months ago and I'll be able to see exactly – what equipment he's already purchased from me. Yeah. Cliff, don't, don't jump over that too quick because you just said something really powerful, which is that you said, I went to Google Docs and I typed the guy's name. Friends, unless you have, and Microsoft just has not figured this out yet within their operating system, maybe Apple has, but you go to the search box in your Microsoft Windows window and you type in, you know, so let's just say the guy's name is Mike Johnson. You type Mike Johnson, it's not going to find that file, that name, you know, within, within that file. But if you go to Google Docs within that interface, again, you can be any computer in the world with an internet connection, you can be there, and you type that person's name, it's going to find them in that file. And so the other part of this is it's so searchable. Again, what is Google's foundation? It's search. So, you know, we don't want to skip past the fact that, oh, yeah, this is like our brain. You know, you don't have to remember things because Google remembers it for you. Yes. So, again, you know, possibilities are endless, but... I didn't want you to skip past that too quickly because that's one of the most powerful things is, great, you have the information, but can you get to it? Absolutely. You can remember one word, you can get to it. That's exactly right. And, of course, there's a whole lot more we could say, but for time format reasons, we are going to kind of start to wrap it up. And now it's time to cover Stephen's question. Okay, so I put all this stuff on there. How do I back this stuff up? Yeah. Tell me, how, how do I do that, Andy? Well, there's a couple options. And first and foremost, you have to know that if someone else is married to a Microsoft product, then you can download every single, you know, let's just say you're working in a word processing sheet, that you can download that with, I think, two clicks of a button, save as, and you can save it as a Microsoft Word or a, an Excel sheet or download it as a PDF. There's all these different formats that Google knows that not everyone wants to play their game. And so you can download it as something else. But um, there's, I think there's, there's third parties involved that will in, allow you to download and or upload all of your, um, you know, all of your files within Google Documents uh, as a backup. But o- another open, way of doing it. And by the way, I'll just mention openoffice.org is one of those services. Okay. And the other option is, and just so you know, gosh, well, what if my, what if my internet connection doesn't work? Because that happened to Google in the last month, you know, all their services went down for a bit. Well, there's an offline option, just like there's an offline option to the calendar and to the Gmail where it stores all the information. There's also an offline option to the documents. So you can get in and look at the documents uh, even if you don't have an internet connection. Have so you, or, do you use that? Because I have not used it yet. You know, I, frankly, I haven't had to. I mean, it, I've set it up so it's, it's stored offline. So if I unplug my computer right now, uh, you know, the internet connection, I can still get to my Google Documents. Um, it opens up a browser window, and I can look through them. Um, if I make any changes, I believe it updates them the next time I log in, or I, I have an internet connection. So, um, I would, you know, it, yeah, I, it, it's it's uh, it, again. I just don't use it very much because my internet connection is so strong. But to answer Stephen's question, 
it's there if you need it. Okay, and I have not tried that before, uh, but yet I I did do I went in search of some backup options, obviously because of the amount of documents and spreadsheets yeah. that I have. And I will tell you that I found that there are some grease, and, and this is very technical jargon, but I know Stephen will know this. If you just look into the Business Tech Weekly section of the forum, I brought this up as a topic a while back, and, and, and it, is a, it is a topic in there, saving Google Docs. And basically, there's this thing called a script monkey script that you can mm, go in, yep, and it, yep. will, it will actually, it's a plug-in for Firefox, and it, in conjunction with something else, can be configured, and it will actually go in and download all your Word documents, or all your Word processing documents, and all of your spreadsheets. Now, with that being said, I didn't even have the time to set that one up. So what I do is I actually schedule on my calendar on the 1st and the 15th of each month to do a complete backup of all my most vital documents and that way if google's gone for you know a couple hours i mean that plus member database every two weeks i am i'm downloading and saving a a csv version of that comma separated value version of that or an excel you can actually download it as an excel document so i'm actually downloading those individually uh but like the show notes if if all of a sudden I don't back up all the show notes. I'll be honest with you, but yeah, I know. So it, it, it's mission critical stuff. I definitely do that. So let's go ahead and do our picks of the week. This is a feature that we have been wanting to do for a long time, but we we get to talk in my friend. We get to chat. We get chatty, 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 chatty. You know? So what? Tell us about your pick of the week this week. Well, it's funny. I just typed it in the chat, and I don't even know what my pick is this week. There's so many picks. Oh, here's mine. It's very simple. It's the Twitter bar plugin for Firefox. If you use Firefox as a browser, there's a Twitter plugin that basically in the place where you type your web addresses, your URLs, that you can just type a Twitter message and then hit the little Twitter button and then you've tweeted. Uh, and I use it quite often. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of third-party options for uh, managing Twitter, but I am most often in my browser. And so that's my, that's my pick of the week the Twitter bar plugin for Firefox, and we'll have a link to that in our show notes. Cliff, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is going to be credited to my great friend Chris Biting, who's the co-host of the Help I Got a Mac podcast over at helpigotamac.com. And he told me about a, a plugin for Firefox, and you're going to hear us talk a lot about Firefox. We probably should do a whole episode on Firefox. Or like a, a month, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's called Screen Grab. You can find it at screengrab.org. Of course, we'll put the links in the show notes as well. But anyway, at screengrab.org, you plug, you get this plugin, and you have the ability real quickly by clicking a little button you you click it and it says do you want to just create a copy which will put it into your uh, clipboard you can paste it into any graphics program or you choose save and you can actually cha- save just the visual portion of what you see of the screen you hmm. can save just a selection so you can crop just a certain section of a site out and save right. that or you can actually take the entire window. So you know how a page will scroll down like yeah. four or five pages long? Uh, yeah. you, it'll actually take and it'll create an image of the entire page. Wow. In, wow. Beyond what you can see on the screen. And then you have the option. Let me just actually do a visual portion here. I have the option to save it as either a JPEG, which uh-huh. is compressed, or PNG, which is uncompressed. Exactly same quality as what you see on your screen. And, cool. you, and you just save that to your desktop. You can open it up in 
graphic editors and stuff like that. And here's the best part. This is why I love Screen Grab. Works both on the PC and the oh, Mac. Bridging the gap. There we wow, go. Wow, that's my gonna let, that's gonna allow me to steal a lot of good stuff off your website. There you songs. go. That's steal that's away, good. my friend. It's it's a, it's, it's all a about creating. It's all about creating value for you. Amen, brother. So we're trying to do for our listeners here at Business Tech Weekly. What are so we doing? Our picks of the week. What are right we doing there. next week, my friend? Uh, well, first of all, next week we're gonna have some kicking music for our pick of the week. Oh, it's got some awesome music. Oh, did I forget no, the music? I know, I know, but hold back. We gotta hold back oh. some value. Next week we're gonna do the pick of the week music. It's it's awesome. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> we're such geeks. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So next week's show preview, we're going to do this every week uh, as well, a little accountability. We're going, to get, we're going to get to talk to the person who started a company. That's always exciting, right? Uh, and he started a company called Tungle, T-U-N-G-L-E, T-U-N-G-L-E. From Canada uh, comes Mark, and I'm not going to try to butcher his last name. But uh, this is basically a service that allows you to... Let people look at your schedule, not specifically what's on your schedule, but allows people to look at your schedule and then ask for times to meet with you multiple times. And the most and awesome thing, really two things, is one, it incorporates automatically with your with different kinds of calendars you have. So if you make an appointment with me and we agree on a time at three o'clock tomorrow, it automatically updates my Google Calendar. Uh, and then if we delete it, it automatically deletes it, which we'll talk about. But the other thing is it, it automatically adjusts for time zone. So Cliff and I are in a different time zone. If he makes an appointment, it, it's smart enough to know what time it is there and what time it is here. So, um, you know, we don't have to go, well, what time zone are you? So all web-based, very simple interface. And uh, we'll talk a lot about Tungle. And we're going to talk to the guy who started the company. They have a brand new iPhone app and they're, they're rocking and rolling, and we have some issues with them. So we're going to have to bring those up with the founder, right, Cliff? That's right. We're going to talk about it all next week. If you want to preview it before before then, go to Tungle. Is it Tungle.com? It is. T-U-N-G-L-E.com. And uh, by the way, everybody, thank you for subscribing to this podcast. Thank you, GSPN.TV Plus members. This one's just for you. And, of course, we want to invite you to call us with your feedback and your questions. Area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. If you're emailing us feedback from whatever audio source, feedback at gspn.tv. Anything else you want to say, Andy? You know what? I'm just so excited that we can have this little intimate moment with our Plus members. And uh, it, uh, that membership is growing. We're, gr- we're very grateful for that. Keep spreading the word because we love the Plus member community. We'll see you next week. <laughs>